Vanessa saw stars, then bright colors, felt hands under her arms dragging her. Cold and sweat and a struggle for breath, voices yelling and nearby gunfire. Her boots were skidding, dragged along the floor. Then a massive shock and the whole station seemed to lurch. Reverberations on TechNet. She still had TechNet. It didn't need her conscious to run. Someone forced a mask over her face, tightened the strap, then a flood of cool oxygen. Into an airlock then, emergency overrides holding both doors open, armored bodies rushing through them. Then a cramped space, shielded lights. She felt herself picked up and dumped into an acceleration sling, straps pulled tight about her on automatic as other bodies found their slings, someone's tax sergeant yelling to move, move, move. Thrust hit them harder than seemed reasonable, slamming the slings down and out, absorbing the G that built and built, her vision darkening and then stopped, and she was floating the other way, then rebounding as the sling's auto-tension sorted itself out. More voices, questions, someone wanting the ship feed but receiving a negative. Marines didn't get ship feed. They buckled up and just presumed they were never more than a second from being plastered into some bulkhead by sudden maneuvers. Marines who got ship feed sometimes got cocky and thought they could see a clear window in which to unbuckle, only to discover that a three-meter drop at 10 Gs was the equivalent of falling off a 30-meter building at 1 G, and they broke just as many bones. Ricey? She could hear someone asking. Rianne, she thought. Ricey? You okay? Her vitals are stable, came Kai's voice. I'm okay, she murmured. She couldn't recall what had happened. One minute they'd been evacuating Antibes Station Bridge with assistance from Mekong's Marines, and the next everything had gone wrong. Fast approach, the sergeant was shouting again. Two minutes, could maneuver any time. If some fool on station was dumb enough to fire on them, who would be dumb enough with Mekong parked barely three clicks off their stern? But someone on station had fired on them, were they suicidal or what? There was no maneuvering, just a two-minute wait, then a more sensible deceleration. A crash of grapples, then secondary arms, as Mekong grabbed the limpet in a tight embrace. More movement, and she was unstrapped, then hauled floating to the disembark. Vanessa protested she was okay, but was ignored. Disembark wind open, air equalizing with a painful inner ear pop, and then they were floating up the passage that separated Mekong's habitation cylinder from its engines. Into the central spine, and Vanessa shrugged away her assistance. She really was feeling a little better, her vision clearer, no longer so dizzy. Rianne, because it was Rianne, she could only now see, made her grip more gentle, but did not remove the hand. Central spine was rotating and now they took a service elevator to the outer rim, and gravity kicked in. We fire on station? One of the Marines was asking. Fucking felt like it, said another. Any idea why they shot at us? Asked one more. Guess they don't like us, said Ari, typically deadpan. 
Fucking dumbass Torrens. They'll be lucky Captain doesn't blow them away. Vanessa wanted the bridge, but Rianne dragged her to medical instead, down narrow dog-legged corridors past Mekong Marines and crew, then into a narrow side corridor to a medical room, where she was loaded into a chair while a med came and peered in her eyes and asked questions. Dunno, Vanessa answered. Maybe they gassed the corridor when we got out.